excited about this one, guys. I'm getting in my grown woman bag. I'm entering my wifey era at full speed and no one can stop me because I've been investing in myself and in my kitchen. I used to buy the absolute cheapest cookware I could possibly find and mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm, not the move. The move is high quality, thoughtfully designed, non-toxic, and incredibly cute cookware from, drumroll please, Great Jones. You are welcome. Great Jones cookware is so stunning. You will actually want to cook. It's like getting a new super cute slash hot workout set, you'll be at the gym later that day. No question. My Dutch baby from Great Jones, aka the cutest baby pink Dutch oven in the color taffy, I keep that shit on display. That is when I'm not using it. From Dutch ovens to ceramic dishes to nonstick pans, Great Jones has it all. I got my first skillet, you guys. Like, fuck an engagement ring. I can't wait to actually make all the recipes I have saved but never touched because I was ill-equipped. But now, I'll let y'all know when Sleutsgiving dinner is because I am prepared. So upgrade your kitchen and replace those old rusted hand-me-downs with bold, beautiful, long-lasting pieces from Great Jones. Get started today at greatjones.com and get an extra 15% off your first order with promo code SOFIA. That's greatjones.com, promo code SOFIA. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sophia with an F. I am recording from WTF Media Studios, per usual. The only place to fucking record from. Horny, wet. I love it. I get so fucking hype on this couch. I am joined by two very, very special people to me. One of them is Alex. You guys all know Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, Sophia. The other one is Kiana, (laughs) who has never been on an episode, but has been behind every single episode. Surprise, bitches. Kiana, I'm going to introduce you in a second because you deserve like a whole introduction because it's the show has been going on for years. Alex, thank you for coming to New York and seeing me. Yes. The reason she's here is because I believe it was midnight one night and I had a full (laughs) mental breakdown. This isn't this is not a joke. Full mental breakdown, and I texted you and I said, Can you come to New York right now? Yeah, I need help. It was like 1.45, like my time. (laughs) I was like, There's no way I'm about to make this 2 a.m. flight that you were trying to make me get on. (laughs) If you would have left the house at that time, you would have made the flight. It's just you wouldn't have had a bag. Yeah, but I I, I didn't want to, to be honest. You didn't want to what come? At 2 a.m. I was tired. Okay, whatever. But Alex, this is your first time in New York ever. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about it? Because Alex's, her perception (laughs) of New York is unlike any I've ever heard. 
ever. Okay. Well, first off, back in Utah, I was scared of New York because the only things I've heard about it was you cannot see the sun ever. (laughs) And I got here and that was kind of true. Like I had a rubber neck just to see what the fuck was going on. And if I could, I want to part the city like the Red Sea because I just can't see anything. I can't see. Because the buildings are so tall. I just don't understand the proximity and distance of things. Yes. You know, like... In Utah, you can see, mm-hmm. and, and you know then, how far distance is, but here you don't. Yes, I think also you guys talk about Utah like it's a normal place. Everywhere mm. else in uh, the world, Utah is the most far off, okay, middle of fucking no, no, nowhere no, 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 no. place in general. No, Besides no. Salt Lake City, you, which is kind of where you guys are the from. The landscape of Utah is more of the norm than New York. Like, so when Alex asked me, she like. Do they have trees there? Is there <laughs> is there grass there? I kind of understand what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, my major problem that people kept telling me is that people walk fast. <laughs> and they walk fucking fast. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I walk very slow. So I thought I was going to get squashed like a bug. But, you know, walking around, honestly, I could keep up. Alex but- texted me, uh, like, what is it, two or three days ago, one of your first nights here, and she was like, I need weed, blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, are there dispensaries? So bad. Like, and I was just like, just go outside. Like, that's what just I said. Go outside. She's Hell like, no, no, what do you mean? I'm like, literally just go outside. That's what I and said. And ask someone. And yes. they like, that's the cool thing about New York, though. Like, anything you need, literally anything a mm-hmm. body, a kidney, weed, <laughs> Molly at 42nd Street. Molly, <laughs> we'll tell we'll that story. That. But you can just get it. You know, like as aggressive and fast as like people of New York are, it's like they can also just point in the direction of anything you need. Kiana, you're going off about New York because you're from here and we haven't even given you an introduction. (laughs) I don't really know how to intro you because it's so wild how this even came to be. Kiana is Milf Hunter's. Ex-girlfriend. Milf Hunter slash ghostwriter. Slash thank you so much. And <laughs> we met kind of through him in this really weird fucked up way that I would like you to elaborate on. So <laughs> listen to this shit. Basically, this was like quarantine, like peak COVID. Mm-hmm. And it was when all of that shit was going down. If you listen to the show or yes. Don't Live Under a Rock, you know what that thing is. Mm-hmm. And I was Reddit dwelling, actually, just doing Ooh. a good little Reddit scroll. <laughs> and I see a post from fucking John. John like the Bible, our <laughs> fucking savior, my brother in Christ. <laughs> and I see a post from him. And I just reached out. I think I messaged him. Maybe I found his Instagram. Maybe I messaged him on Reddit from like my burner Reddit account, which is hilarious. And I was just straight up on some like, you, is you, she okay? Type yeah, thing. you you felt bad. You yeah. saw what was happening. And I knew obviously all the behind the scenes because of the relationship I was in, like from the beginning, right to where we are now like, I mean, so you, I had a real inside look at it I knew what was really going on mm-hmm. so I reached out and I also had a friend who went through a very public like defamation type thing as mm-hmm. well name so, drop just kidding <laughs> fuck off I won't have to do that um, so I kind of just know <laughs> so what it's bad. like to go through something like that and be there for someone mm-hmm. and like how important that support system has to be long story fucking short <laughs> he connected me with Sophia and for some reason through her zero dark 30 period that she was on <laughs> We actually became friends. I think it was a combination of a couple things. I think because of 
the relationship I was in and I really knew what was going on. I right. think you kind of like had some sort of trust there already. Well, yeah, because I saw she who shall not be named <laughs> fuck over Milf Hunter. And I was there with him through that. And I was, you were dating him at the time. So I was like, oh, if anyone gets it. Like, I really know. And let me just point out, Milf Hunter, Ghost Rider, would not talk to me during this period. Right, right. So I remember like the the exact day, like you called. Mm -hmm. You called him and like said what was going on. And yeah, he wouldn't speak to you. And I remember being there. I remember literally saying to him, I was like, you should talk to her. Yeah. Because she was never the villain here. Like mm -hmm. you never, you don't even know this girl, which is fucking crazy. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you and I connected and me and Sophia had this <laughs> secret love affair. <laughs> Right, I, where I was, we wouldn't let your boyfriend know. I was still in this full-on relationship. Like, we literally lived together. Mm -hmm. And I would, like, you know when, like, you're cheating on your boyfriend and you, like, you have a fucking different name saved for the guy you're talking to? And yes, it's like, I'm aware of how that works. <laughs> mm -hmm. I, that's what I was doing with Sophia. I had, like, notifications off. Like, I might have had her on my phone as fucking, like, Stephen Franklin with, like, an eye, though. Like, some nut shit. And, like, that's genuinely how a relationship built. And I remember the relationship took a turn for the better, uh -huh. one night, um, him and I got into like a very serious mm -hmm. fight. Yes. <laughs> and whatever, he stormed out, he left, whatever. And for some reason, in this fucked up traumatic state, the first person I felt inclined to call was this bitch, Sophia. <laughs> person I've never met in life. Never met. And I was ever. just like, who's gonna understand what just happened? Mm -hmm. Called her and she picked up. I like, know. Like, really picked up. Keep in mind, this is, like, in the midst of, like, all that shit going on. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is, like, a real-ass bitch. Like, can, whatever. Can I ask you, out of all of your friends, out of all the people, you were like, Sophia Franklin, that's yeah, Like, why? I, yeah, I can tell you right now, she is not the first person oh. I would call. <laughs> yeah, no. Like, la now, last person I would call. Last. I give really good advice. You're she also does. my emergency contact for like multiple things, which is fucking terrible. You're on it too, Alex. Actually. Oh, good, good. I no. trust you more to pick up though. For sure. You're yeah. just there just because like, I don't know, you just should be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to spend that much time talking about all of that shit, but I think it's important to point out because I trusted no one literally at no that one. time not even your mom <laughs> and the fact that i decided that i would speak to you openly is bizarre and we it's, were really we were we were manipulative and shady from the fuck because i was trying to get milf hunter your boyfriend to kind of help me out absolutely and behind the scenes you'd be like you know what i'll talk to him and like i'll say this <laughs> and blah 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 i think that's why we bonded like up. aside from being like okay yeah we could work together or whatever but it was like oh like i actually yeah. fuck with this bitch because it's like oh you're just as fucked as i am yes so long story <laughs> short i end up flying kiana and milf hunter to my home in draper utah and you have been part of sophia the neff since, since then since day one since the inception of it which is really really crazy you've been here longer than alex has actually i remember meeting alex i don't Ooh. know what episode it was <laughs> but it had to be within like the first 20 right mm -hmm. maybe do you we remember met, your first episode yeah that, like, it was the 1-800 slew oh god that was oh a the worst experience. episode to ever come out of sophia the nut okay, i still think it's a good idea could be tried again maybe sleuths let us know yeah i think if we're in the better headspace we could do yeah. it yeah anyway i remember you being like you know i have this cousin um because we did we were kind of missing a link on the team mm -hmm. and delaney was not existent at this point mm -hmm. and you were like i have this cousin like she fits the vibe like she could help even if it's like on like some assistant shit blah blah because that's kind of what it was at the time before uh -huh. you, like, you fit in and yeah. became who everyone now knows and loves uh -huh. and you were recording with him 
the way that we just it's like <laughs> some Voldemort shit like why <laughs> like why why yes how, how, much, boyfriend how much time I'm, do we have <laughs> <laughs> anyway me and Alex have kicked out the room while they were recording and we just like bonded from the jump really because I remember it differently you guys bonded from the jump for sure. Okay. I mean, like, was she the nicest person ever? No, but <laughs> I'm probably not either. Still so, true. Like, it was just kind of like it worked. The only downside to that is that I thought your name was Kiara for probably <laughs> three days. Which I think is funny to tell because I think that goes into uh, this team joke that we have. Mm -hmm. Because you called me Kiara for so long. We also came up with names for everyone. Like Delaney, we called Delaney Delancey. Delancey. <laughs> which is so, which is like very disrespectful if you think about it. When It's oh, an initiation thing. She's the it, nice one out of the team. Let's just say that. Oh, Yeah for sure she, god bless her she got the most stable 100 <laughs> and kiana i'm like very like taken aback how well you are on the mic and i would like to point that out because i wanted to get kiana's dad here <laughs> as the guest but i had to fucking take kiana unfortunately he's far more bobby Condor's <laughs> legend tell them about your dad um bob my dad <laughs> um i mean like yeah i mean he's my dad but long story short um, he's famous he has a blue check mark he's a way bigger deal than <laughs> uh -huh. kiana a way bigger and i actually just cracked eight thousand followers pretty big fucking deal okay anyway uh yeah he owns a record label he's a producer um he's probably made some songs you know may or may not know some songs um, like cardi b i know that because i was <laughs> um, he's a drop. dj stuff like that but mm -hmm. um he's also white which is funny yes <laughs> which is the funny part being oh. like a hip-hop reggae type kind kind of guy that is um but as far as your comment about being on the mic i think it's because i literally grew up in mm -hmm. studios um i was at hot 97 the radio station here in new york yeah since birth he's been on it longer than i've been alive every house i've ever lived in had like a studio in the house right i've seen my dad drop in like do a promo or an interview or something like at the Any drop moment. of a fly so i think maybe it's just kind of something like that i've also never been on the mic before it's actually funny is like, this my the first time I mean, besides my Twitch streams. Oh <laughs> my god! Which I will be starting I'm, soon. Just yes, so knows. absolutely, you have to. I am. I just got a PC. Just saying. What is that? Where you play video games and people can watch you play them? Yeah, basically, more or less. Oh my it's god! Out of your realm. It's a me <laughs> and Alex thing. Yeah, <laughs> Alex and Kiana keep me young. That, that, <laughs> For sure. That's what, that's one of the biggest parts of the dynamic here on the team. Is like there are certain guests and just certain topics and things like that that. <laughs> I would have no fucking idea about if it weren't for Alex and Kiana, which let's let's talk about the workflow dynamic of the team and what Sloot workflow? Media. <laughs> what do you mean? What fucking workflow? The way that we get an episode out, you know, it, it varies week to week and it's gotten a lot better. Oh, it's gotten a lot better. I think we should start maybe telling them where it was and how far we've come. Because, yeah. oh, brother. <laughs> it was at a point where I would avoid the microphone until the very last second. And I knew it was the very last second because the company that I work for that do the ad sales for me were like, no, you're actually going to be fucked if you don't put an episode out. Well, I mean, when we started the show, 
the first episode of Sophie with an F came out a month later than it was supposed to. Mm-hmm. Like when I tell you this girl put it off, put it off. Like uh-huh. we were grabbing her by the ponytail mm-hmm. to put her in front of a mic. And she was so mentally fucked. So bad. That she so would bad. come up with every excuse. Sometimes you still do show spurts of this. I don't think it's because you're mentally fucked anymore. I think it's just because <laughs> you're you. <laughs> but like she'd be like, no, I can't record here. Like she needs to record in a fucking bathtub, a closet, <laughs> like a trampoline yep. outside. Like, yeah. oh, this will be better. Like making up like the most ridiculous instances so she could record or not record. Mm-hmm. And I would I would try to make you believe why hard. And I'm too. like, you can't bullshit a bullshit. And why you're do like, you think we no. became friends? I'm just like you. No, like <laughs> stop it. You're not winning this battle. No, but I love how you pointed out we've obviously come a long way, but I still there will still be weeks where it's a similar dynamic to when the show first started. Absolutely. And that's when me and Alex start talking shit in our own texts. Uh-huh. That's like, when we take it out of the GM, <laughs> the group message, and talk to each other. I don't even want to know what the fuck you guys have said separately. Like We wouldn't have jobs. I like, would never look through someone's phone ever because of that. Oh, I look through your phone all the time. <laughs> but that's psychotic. besides the point. No, I mean, like, we don't, like... It's not like we're talking shit about you, but it's like those times you go missing for four hours and the episode has to be out in mm-hmm. 24 minutes and the editor's texting us. We don't have a minute of audio. And exactly. It's just like See, this is the chaotic. thing. Hold on. This is the thing, guys, because there's a method to the madness. The reason I do that is because if I know I have an extended period of time to perfect an episode, I will record a certain way. If I know it's my last chance, <laughs> one opportunity to seize everything you've ever wanted in one moment, <laughs> Eminem, then I fucking kill it. It feels like sometimes when we put an episode out, like we just won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> fucked up. Because people can be like, you're not curing cancer. You're podcasting. I know. You're everyone podcasts now. I know. Everyone does, but it's podcasting isn't fucking easy. It's no. Not, I'm not going to dive Anyone into all that Anyone that thinks shit. that it is, like, yeah, I get it. You kind of just talk in front of a mic, but it is Mm-mm. difficult. I'm laughing because we're talking about how hard it is. We were just in the elevator right outside. Like, so what are we about to talk about? <laughs> like how serious we take it. But the workflow between the three of us, really interesting. Me as the boss and the person that owns the company, I've it's become more structured. But really, at the end of the day, everyone does everything Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely no one has like a clear-cut role yeah it's kind of just like get in where you fit in Mm -hmm. um type thing which i think kind of that goes for working in entertainment as as a whole yeah Mm. and i i always knew my whole life i would work in entertainment because that's kind of the only thing i've ever known yeah that's really me but as much shit as we talk and how much of a joke it is, it really is the best work environment. Yeah. Healthiest, not sure about that, but no. my, my life wasn't the healthiest with or without Sophia. She just added to it. <laughs> For sure. Uh, but it is like the best work environment. Um, you know, these are my best friends. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we all know what's going on in everyone's lives. Which, which is the creates, best boss. Which creates, thank you so much. Actually, that, that means a lot. It creates an amazing work environment. Also, <laughs> very inappropriate can be very toxic oh yeah like yeah. better business bureau like it should oh, come shut sure. this shit down i mean yeah and it doesn't help that mean you were cousins to begin that with that's a whole oh that's a whole another. different dynamic there, yeah. we're, we're we're crossing boundaries that should never be crossed in a work environment and i think that's because of the dynamic but also just the shit we talk about right you know i'm hr i'm also the boss I'm all of the above. So, so that you guys if want, you're HR. If you God. guys want to complain, you have to come to me. 
and that. And that's like coming to a brick wall, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, I think if someone were to fi- like an application to work at Sloot Media, it wouldn't be your typical application. Like, well, no. we, would, we would try to lie and act like it is. Yeah, like, sure. Yeah, past experience, you know, all the normal things on a job application. It should really be like, we should put them through some sort of like mental test because yes. to work here in yes. this environment with these people, which we are all insane mm-hmm. in our mm-hmm. own very different way mm-hmm. you could be a fucking plumber it doesn't matter what your thing is we'll find something for you to do it's more so <laughs> can you handle it it, it, it takes the, a strong person right. <laughs> 50 high school senior girls descend on mobile alabama every summer to compete for a massive cash prize it isn't survivor It's one of America's most lucrative scholarship competitions for teen girls. It's been around for seven decades. Now you'll hear what took place behind the scenes. From Pineapple Street Studios and Wondery comes the competition. Host Shima Oliai was Nevada's contestant 20 years ago. Now she is returning as a judge to find out what two weeks with 50 of the country's most ambitious teens can tell us about girlhood in America. What happens when the competitors are thrown into the deep end with the best and the brightest? And how does surviving the competition prepare them for everything that comes after? Follow the competition on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can binge all episodes of the competition early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Okay, so that's a little bit about the Sloot Media team. I want to move on and talk about some things that are not about us, even though we would love to talk about ourselves (laughs) the entire fucking time. I want to talk about this fucking Johnny Depp, Amber Heard court case, the shit that is taking over the world and the internet. I have, I don't know if it's an unpopular opinion, but I think people need to leave Amber Heard the fuck alone. And I'm really sick and tired of all of the shit that I've been seeing about this case. I mean, I I agree. Um, my stance on it is, one, I think anyone that followed this trial like it was a fucking reality show is very weird. Yes. There are people mm-hmm. every day, men, women, getting abused, dealing with instances of domestic violence in your backyard that you aren't giving the time of day to like your friends that reach out to you that you don't check on so to watch some shit like it's a show is already very weird and dystopian to me yes like every single time i would open tiktok it would be there live streaming every every time single time it's very odd and i didn't follow it but what i will say is it's very evident that and i don't support abusers in any capacity but or the relationship was obviously very toxic on both ends. But my overall thing about it is a lot of people, specifically people with penises, mm-hmm. are using it as not to support a domestic violence victim because they don't give a fuck about that. Like, be real. Be real with yourself. You don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. They're using it as an outlet to be super misogynistic and express their hatred towards women and yeah. like tear her down. And yes. Whatever the fuck she did or didn't do, that's not the point of what we're mm-hmm. talking about because none of us were there. We don't really know. She clearly lost the case, whatever. But they're just using it as a chance to shit on women, shit on her. What she's going yeah. through is like, 
wild to me. That's that's what I wanted to point out because I'm not coming on here. Team Amber Heard, oh my God, like she's innocent, like she's the victim in all of this. That is not what I'm saying. I don't know every single detail about the case and I don't really need to know from what I've heard. You know, she pooped on his bed. <laughs> he was texting someone saying he wanted to fuck her corpse after he burned her or some shit. Uh -huh. Both people in this sound like they've done some fucked up shit to each other. I think that's fair to say. Again, sure. I was not there and I've been in a completely different situation, but similar in a sense where everyone felt like they knew the story and knew mm -hmm. what happened behind the scenes. No one knows what happened between Amber and Johnny, except Amber and Johnny. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you can't sit here and just say, you know, she was just this vile, evil human and Johnny Depp did nothing wrong. Yes. Yeah, and it's all bullshit anyway because every single day there's a new artist or athlete or actor or whatever who gets outed for some domestic violence situation mm -hmm. or sexual abuse or something we see it every fucking day and it's here today gone tomorrow you're still listening yeah. to their music you're still wearing their jersey exactly you don't give a fuck yeah exactly but the way she's being plastered is i've never is seen like i've never like seen that. anything like it and that's why it just speaks so clearly of like that their motive is just because she's a woman i have never seen the news and the media and social media and the internet drag someone this fucking hard. And it was the most bizarre thing. It's like, how much do you love Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> how much do you love Willy Wonka? Like you're that far up Johnny Depp's ass. They were not thinking about Johnny Depp before all this. I refuse to believe they were waking up and being like, I'm going to put this Re movie on. No, <laughs> I, no. but I think Johnny Depp kind of is this hero to people and this like beloved actor and For a lot sure. of people don't want that to go away Absolutely. especially if it's because of a woman of a woman people need to realize that their actions really affect people and ridiculing someone to this degree people end their lives over this shit just like we were saying before they exactly they do. and then what like, it's just, it's a funny, it's a tweet to you, it's a TikTok to you, it's all yeah. funny, and our mm -hmm. shelf life for taking these things in is so minuscule, we I just know. keep scrolling. I know. But, like, she's really going through this shit, he's really going through this shit, I mean, he's $15 million richer, but mm -hmm. it's real. Like I said, it's very dystopian, I don't know, get yeah. a fucking it life. It is. Like, she, it is. Everyone needs to get a life. We're, we're saying get a life, here we are spending a good 10 minutes talking about it. The only reason I am is because of how bizarre this whole thing has been. People Absolutely. are treating this case as if it is their family members going through exactly. this. Exactly. Get a life. Johnny Depp does not care if you want to suck his dick and you support him. I promise you. He does not care about you. He cared about the people on the jury. He doesn't care about you behind your phone in Alabama sitting on the couch eating popcorn like submerged in this and you grew up with values where you don't care about women and you believe men over women every single time exactly Absolutely. okay let me get off my soapbox but I also I would say that like this trial has you know been promoted or shown more than a lot of other issues that mm -hmm. are going on in the world Great that point. you know in my opinion are more important I and know. we could focus on i totally Fuck agree yeah. gas is seven dollars a gallon let's talk about <laughs> that we, we can talk about it but i just 
I think it's disgusting how people are treating Amber Heard. I haven't seen that many people come out in defense of her and standing up for her. And it's not even in defense of what went on. It's it's how bad they're dragging her. Leave her alone. Like she she's gone through it. But I digress and I would like to move on to a little something I like to call Slute University. You guys know it just as well as I fucking do. And to be honest, you guys, this is going to be more of a philosophical approach to Slute University. Okay? Okay, Socrates. Meaning meaning, <laughs> we came completely unprepared, but we have an idea of what we want to talk about <laughs> is what that means. And the reason I want to have this Slute University is particularly because Kiana you're here <laughs> because this is how you live your life to a T it's how to live a happy life and I know that sounds so broad and so generic but there is a point and the point is is to live a very fulfilling happy life you need to be delusional as fuck it's a hundred percent true and Sophia knows Alex knows my life could be burning to the ground. Like there was a time that my ex literally stole my car for like oh, a week. I remember that and one. They were asking <laughs> yeah. me like, why are you not freaking the fuck out? Like, how are you just proceeding on with like business as usual? Because I will just live in delusion. I trust in the universe <laughs> that it's going to figure itself out. I care about it's going to sound like on some fake deep podcaster shit. Well, like, this I, is not the podcast for that, honey. So I care about one. like my energy, probably in a selfish way where like you're not worth my time mm. or energy for me to lose my shit. Losing your shit and freaking the fuck out doesn't solve anything. So I think the more calm you are, the more delusional you are. <laughs> you just said being delusional is good because what? Because it keeps you grounded to a degree. How? Yeah. I, I get that. Being delusional keeps you grounded. Am no. I like living in the twilight well, I can, zone? I can see that because she's saying like selfish. She said it was kind of selfish, which I agree. You know, to some extent, you do have to be selfish in this okay. life. You have to put yourself first no matter what. Mm -hmm. And I know that sounds very contradicting because it's like, how are you putting it yourself first? But second. like you're getting your car stolen. So like, what do you mean? <laughs> but it's more so like, it's going to figure itself out. Yeah. And if I have to take it to that point, then it'll be a real problem and no one wants that. Yeah. So it's like, why, like why give that? And yeah. it's like to be happy, to choose that happiness every day, you have to just constantly live in a state of delusion Del almost to a degree. There's a spectrum to everything. I think, um, like I was saying before, like if you get so wrapped up in your own emotions, you get really clouded. You can't like, see what you're doing or you can't exist mm -hmm. that can be a super negative thing because you're just fucking yourself but then there are also people that are so wrapped up in themselves they take that delusion to the umpteenth degree mm -hmm. that it catapults them to their success i don't necessarily agree yeah. with that yes because it's like you really live in your own world and you're probably doing terrible things yeah which yes. we've all seen yes um but that's like a whole other spectrum to it. It's finding that medium, never too high, never too low. Exactly. Living in that delusion. So so you need a little delusion to live your happiest life. Yeah, and I think reach a certain level of success as well. In one of my psychology classes, actually, now that we're on the topic, um, he was telling us how he, know, he like knew one genius in his life. Mm -hmm. And he said, in order to be a genius, you have to be a psychopath. Like, Ooh, actually, I, like, I completely agree. Like, diagnose, which is true. 
and when I say psychopath, I don't mean like the pop culture term psychopath. You know, mm-hmm. I'm talking about the DSM diagnosable criteria that go along with, you know, that certain mm-hmm. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we look at some of like the biggest artists in the world. Look at like a Kanye, someone who's labeled exactly. as a genius. You can't take any of that away from him. But if you think he's quote unquote normal by any standpoint, yeah. like, you're not. Yeah. You're out of your mind. And I off, probably also says a lot about me. I surround myself with those kind of people and it's like all I've ever known also because of how I grew up are geniuses uh, let's not go that far but (laughs) but like not normal not normal people nothing about them is normal nothing about you is normal Mm -hmm. and I think to reach a certain aspect in your life and I keep mentioning the word success but like monetary success and stuff like that none of those people are fucking normal yeah like they're not you have to be a level of delusion yeah and like live in your own reality that you kind of create that's kind of weird though to me kiana is because i feel like i'm the opposite of delusional and i'm self-aware to a degree that's like not even healthy for me well you're so delusional that you think that exactly (laughs) oh my god (laughs) wait is that true true? fuck yeah you literally live in your own reality this goes back to also the conversations that me and alex have on the side we'll text sometimes just question marks like, like the, is she okay? Wait, in the wait. least rude, but the most rude way, you live in your own world, oblivious to. Like everything. you're aware of your own reality. Like you, you know, you're yes. self-aware in certain aspects, but that is no one else's reality. Why? Because I don't go on TikTok and follow the news, or is it deeper than that? Oh, it's far deeper than that. Oh my! <laughs> I literally feel like I just entered into a different dimension <laughs> simulation because. I my entire life thought I was too self-aware. I mean, I think but you're, you're telling me the aspect of like you're kind of hard on yourself, but it is funny mm-hmm. to me. And I remember you said on a, a recent episode, like, I'm so self-aware, I'm so self-aware, blah, blah, blah. I think it's more <laughs> like, you know, you're the talent. So regard and our boss. And our boss. And so regardless. HR. And HR. And so regardless, like kind of what you say kind of goes. Not saying like we don't share our opinions and stuff on it. But Sometimes like, it's, it's easier not like we just can to go- let you exist in your world. It's easier for us. Okay. <laughs> if I knew having you two on was just going to be a fucking roast, I would have like maybe- reconsidered some things. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Okay. That was a truth bomb that I was not ready for. Alex, how do you live in this delusion? Because there's no way I'm the only one. Kiana, you said you live it a little bit. Oh, a lot of it. A lot of it? A hundred percent. I think it's it's a different um, delusion in the sense of like... Okay, so how are Alex and I different? I, mine seems like the most terrifying because I had no idea <laughs> that I was. Which I, I mean, like, it is terrifying. I feel like you and me... We live a life of delusion as in we think our actions don't have consequences. Because a lot of the time, they feel like they don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can go out in public and, like, do something outlandish. Yes. And honestly, I don't Mm -hmm. know if it's, like, there's no consequences or we just don't care. Well, you know what it is, and I tell you guys all the time. Well, say it. It's some white girl shit. Privilege. It's, like, some real white girl shit. It's some some privilege. for, uh, For sure. And, like, some of the stuff you guys do... Or like just like this delusion, and we're, we keep using this word delusion, but there's so many levels to it and different aspects to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one you guys live in, sometimes it's like, oh, you don't like exist in the same world that like a lot of people do. Yeah. But it's not to say you guys are doing like actual fucked up shit or you're mm-hmm. a menace to society. Mm-hmm. I mean, you are to a degree, but anyone who knows <laughs> you knows that's the case. Yes. But like you guys do live in kind of like your own privilege, but not in a not necessarily in a negative way. It's kind of like. 
and it's fun to admire sometimes because it's like uh-huh. holy fuck like we're, I would we're, like, we're not doing some diabolical no no nothing like, like that I, would, I wouldn't be friends with you guys shit. if that was the case let's give an example of like some shit we would do that is just complete delusion and should not be okay this past weekend for example i was dressed like <laughs> how funny and how fucking ironic Johnny Depp, my idol that was said with sarcasm, fear and loathing in Las Vegas. I had a bucket hat. I had the yellow sunglasses. I, I just, I looked like I was on some shit mm-hmm. and we were at Lucienne and we had a table, which is this really incredible restaurant in New York, best food ever. And we went inside to use the restroom and the waitress she looked at us and was like, there's no, I mean, this is what she was thinking in her head. Like, there's we, no way you guys can bo- afford to be here. Like, yes. she was like, like very skeptical. I was to wearing let us sweats. Use, you were too. Yeah, to let us use the restroom. She's like, there's no way these people are eating here. Mm-hmm. And like the bartender had to confirm with her that we were allowed to use the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> and so. Was it the biggest deal ever? No. Did Alex and I proceed to make it the biggest thing to happen to Lucien ever, yes. yes. And that's the white girl shit I'm talking about. Yes. Because sure. You now guys I experience something that happens to minorities mm-hmm. every single day in every place, whether it be a fucking gas station or Carbone. But it's like that's the reality for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But because it was so startling for you guys, you proceeded True. to make a movie out of it which is fucking hilarious it was kind of also done in a funny way which we which you're saying that's part of the delusion though everything part of the delusion part of the privilege yes everything we do is funny to us my car gets stolen hilarious so funny (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) like what but i think it's alex you said you and i we just think our our actions have no consequences. Mm-hmm. I could name a few things Kiana's done as well that she thinks there are no consequences. Yeah, this as is part well. of the delusion. And I would so, like to say before this, <laughs> it's only done to certain people, <laughs> certain types of people, which is usually white men. Mm-hmm. Ooh, true. But I don't know. It's like reparations. <laughs> it's like it's the least. <laughs> it's the least. Can we but, get an example? Well, are you saying the least you could do? Yeah, like, you know, to fight for the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for sure. But yeah. it's so fucking stupid <laughs> and ridiculous. But there's, it's become this thing, this bit, where every time Sophie and I go out, which is a fucking terrifying, terrifying experience <laughs> to begin with. Terrifying. <laughs> but um, I have this thing where I end the night with... <laughs> it's, it's the mooching that, it's, we, that we think we're entitled to. Absolutely, yes. because women empowerment. Exactly. <laughs> I somehow end the night with a different man's watch every time. Every. And there's no fuck there's no fucking or sucking that goes into this at all. None. We're not, it, and we're not talking about like a it's not a it, Apple watch. It's not his Casio watch. No, no. exactly. It's, it's like an, an like an Audemars Piguet, a mm-hmm. Rolex, and it's on me. Like this is it mine. Is on if her- they dare to ask for it back, <laughs> I'm looking at them like they're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it is about to fall off her hand because it's clearly a man's Legs too big, way too big for her, and how she does it is, is. I think that's the most impressive thing. It's, hey, can I try your watch on? I'll usually start with like a joke. I forget. I forget how it started. Well, let all the women listening know what the fucking joke <laughs> is, so we can all go home with one of those. I'm not even sure how it starts. I think you kind of have to feel out what kind of guy it is 
for mm-hmm. sure because you have to know some guys aren't playing that like some guys look at you like bitch what like yeah, what yeah, are yeah. you doing there's a certain type of guy and like i said it's usually white men especially if they're drunk or under some sort of substances mm-hmm. every guy <laughs> feeds off ego in general and they like flexing and stuff like that okay so, so you stroke the ego and you're like oh my god like is that an ep no it's i think it's more so the opposite of like like i'm, I'm kind of like fucking with them in their head like how smart are you really like i'm like i treat it as a way of like oh i'm used to this even though it's your ap it's your rolex you probably bought it or whatever Mm -hmm. i'm automatically putting myself above them questioning them like where'd you get it who's your jeweler how much did you pay for it like do you get fucked on the price and then like start talking to them about it and like they start to feel feel, they need to prove they feel demeaned or mm -hmm. proof like how is this bitch talking to me like this whatever oh yeah i don't care about it here hold it you care about this sixty thousand dollar watch yes it's like some real sick twisted shit but i've also witnessed firsthand and <laughs> any regular person would think oh of course she's asking me she's being upfront about it she'll return it next thing we know we're at kiana's house <laughs> at her dad's house in new jersey and uh she still has the fucking ap <laughs> on her wrist but it sounds like and some real thieving shit it never goes that way i don't know how to describe it because it's the most ridiculous no, thing you you we always end up returning it but yeah, we do have it for an extended period like an of extended time. period of time but and Days. i think what's funny is because their ego is so big they don't want to seem like they're pressed for it which is like you yes. should be pressed for it because now yes. i know you're a lick but, but i'm not a thief i'll give it back no both times i did they didn't i didn't even have to like they didn't even have to ask me the wa- and it was days yes okay Kiana, <laughs> i will give you that you do give the watches back a hoodie sweat oh yeah, that's out of here drugs alcohol <laughs> out of here will be ingested all of those things are completely free game. it's Stolen. mine it'll end up on like grailed or like yeah. <laughs> it's mine oh, like sure. good luck that Chuck. shit yeah like but that but like we draw the line there and i do yeah, the same shit I'm a, yeah i'm like a morally good person yeah, like i'm not gonna like because if i really wanted to like i said like hit a lick on them like mm-hmm. the fact i have your ap for three days is insane that shit could have been out of here right black market gone yep i don't care if you have insurance on it yeah but that's where i draw the line in my delusion i'm like i'm gonna give their shit back yeah but as we're leaving a party we will grab the brand new bottle of fucking 1942 dom perion and take it with us like it's ours which is not okay which i think comes from a place of privilege though because if they did throw a fit about it i like i said there's a certain people that you do this to that we do it there's certain people i know up front i'm not fucking with like Mm -hmm. i'm just not but there's a certain way to go about it the ap thing that's a very extreme because it did happen though but it did happen (laughs) i have text messages (laughs) um oh i have like pictures like it's like mine like bust down like it's just insane yeah just ridiculous antics (laughs) this whole segment really just took a turn but i think people understand what we're saying it's living life and having some degree of delusion, I think, is actually really important for your mental health. Because if you had no delusion and you took in the world as it is, you will you're die. gonna mentally not be well. Yes, you I will think crumble. that's what we're saying. And like I keep saying, it comes from a place of privilege for sure. Mm-hmm. There's certain things you can't ignore. Yep. There's like very real things going on in the world that I'm very aware of and outwardly yeah. vocal about. Um, mm-hmm. But just like the small things you can do in your life to help you wake up each day and not want to fucking end it you have to yeah yeah it, it, it's 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 kind of a defense mechanism yeah. absolutely in a, in a way. but also i don't think anyone should beat themselves up about it you know i mean mm-hmm. like to an extent yeah like i don't know about the ap shit but like <laughs> you know you you know they say ignorance is bliss mm-hmm. and it 100 and it is, is. 
like, have you ever seen an outward burst of emotion out of me? No. And I think it's because I've trained myself so much to, like, process things before there's any reaction. Which I think is... Delusion. Is <laughs> a little bit... Sometimes I worry about it. Like, sometimes it's, like, a little unhealthy. I'm like, how is it that I've had 78,000 <laughs> mental breakdowns during the period of our friendship and I have never seen you once have one? Exactly. Yeah, I don't you know, need I, therapy. Oh, so sure. do you. So do I. That's it for <laughs> fucking Sweet University. I can't. I I think I think the people get it. Delusion to a certain extent is really good, and I think we should leave it at that and move on to SOS Save Our Sleuths. Apartments.com believes having a gym in your building does way more than just get you in shape. It turns your entire life around and is a great place to scope out the hot guy that lives in your building. And by guy, I mean guys. Having a gym in your building makes it 10 times more likely that you actually end up, show up, and work out. I mean, it's five floors down or whatever it is. And you'll be saving money on a gym membership that you'll go to probably half as much. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live is easy. Apartments.com hosts more rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. Or a treadmill, for that matter. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Look, you've had a long day. Your boss is annoying you. Your boyfriend is accusing you of something you didn't even do. And your sibling is asking you for money. That's like an everyday thing for me. While I don't have all the answers, I do know that we have the power to change any situation we're in, in a flash, in a snap. We can turn it into a celebration. And a little glass of wine is just the thing to turn your day around sometimes. But of course, you just realized you ran out of everything. Luckily for you, our friends over at DoorDash have you covered. If you're in the mood to treat yourself or just want to make sure you are always hostess with the mostess ready, DoorDash is your go-to without you having to move from your couch. And it's convenient. Do you know how heavy a handle of tequila is? How about five of them? Exactly. Plus, the alcohol selection at DoorDash is top-notch. You will find what you're looking for. Beer, wine, mixers, and even mocktails for the non-alcoholic girlies can be delivered straight to your door. So get your drinks in hand without lifting a finger with DoorDash. And use code SOFIA24 to get 25% off up to a $15 value when you spend $35 or more on drinks through DoorDash. For eligible users only, terms apply, must be 21 plus to order alcohol, drink responsibly, delivery and promotions available only in select markets. (laughs) 
my favorite fucking segment of every single episode questions stories advice you guys are about to get some really amazing advice but some really fucked up advice but you know what (laughs) that's just how it works over here at sloop media okay i'm gonna read the first question are you guys ready Mm -hmm. yep okay Hi, Sophia. I am in need of some advice when it comes to getting back in the dating game, and my issue is letting guys down. This guy I'm talking to is sweet and checks the boxes my ex didn't, but I still just think I can do better than him. It sounds harsh saying out loud, and that's precisely why I feel so ashamed to admit I don't fully want this guy. He probably feels really good about how things are going, and I'm just too much of a people pleaser and don't don't want their memory of me to be tarnished because I don't want to have that effect on someone. Can you help me figure out how to let guys down without ruining a reputation all at once? Love you. Okay, so me in a nutshell and literally <laughs> how I live my life. No, I'm serious. I really do this shit. No, same. I was listening to this and I feel her on two levels. One, and you're like this too, Sophia. I will stay in something way longer than I should or I needed to mm-hmm. simply because I don't want to have the conversation of breaking up with them. We don't want to hurt them feelings. Down. But then it's so contradictory because I will do literally everything under the sun <laughs> that hurts their feelings. Like terrible things. <laughs> except break but up except with them. Except break up with them. Yes. Like it's sick in the head. But as far mm-hmm. as what she's saying about ruining reputation all at once, they don't give a fuck. Like there's going to be a hundred other girls after yeah. you, before you. But it's also, if you care about the reputation thing, men are so egotistical in general. Mm-hmm. So you might be quote unquote tarnished in his view, but yeah. who gives a fuck? Go fuck his friend. Like, <laughs> okay. like who cares? Alex, what do you think? Um, I was going to say, like, I think to some extent, everyone feels that they can do better and that, you know, the grass is Mm. always greener on the other side. But I think it's important to remember that you can look for men and you can literally pick and choose what you want, Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, they're not going to check every single box. You're not going to, you know, think blah, blah, blah. But that's that's something that we were talking about is you can always feel as if you can do better i think and yeah. i don't think that's necessarily that, that's a bad the, thing no and that's not even the issue her question is she feels like the men she is meeting are they're great guys she thinks she can do better that's fine continue dating until you find the guy that you think is good enough for you she's more worried about her reputation which i don't who like same with Kiana who cares yeah no matter what your ex is gonna tell all of his friends that you're crazy you're the one that did this like that's inevitable yeah I mean you just need to be confident in the fact that you know that isn't you and keep dating because it's more like embarrassing Mm -hmm. on their end that they care so much about you when it was you the one that didn't want to be in the relationship anymore true and I think it's also important to assess it like situation by situation if you don't want to ruin your reputation, I mean, don't go out guns fucking blazing. And if he's like a pretty normal kind of guy, you should be able to end it on good terms. And I think it is good to end things on good terms because I have exes or guys I've dated that like I am still on good terms with. And I think maybe you should look at this guy and look at his life. Like other parts of it that like you could potentially use going forward in life or just things in part. Yeah. We're like, if you kept him a, around, kept a decent relationship with him mm-hmm. where he could help or assist you in certain things that you might need that might be very selfish or manipulative, but, but 
gotta look out for yourself girl it's that delusion <laughs> shit we were talking about yeah like I, I relate to this girl on a different level because i guess now that i'm reading this i must be such a people pleaser because i will never let a guy down same thing with a boyfriend i will never break up with him if i start talking to a new guy and i know for a fact there's no future i will look him dead in the eye and say i see a future with you <laughs> this and, is true and we will get married delusion <laughs> which, no. which is not okay so i feel this girl but it's not even me being a bitch it's me not wanting to hurt their feelings you know what i mean but we'll just hurt their feelings in every other capacity exactly yeah. but girlfriend your reputation like unless you're homie hopping and all of the guys you're going on dates with all talk to each other like what one guy like doesn't think that great of you welcome to the fucking club of womenhood like <laughs> yes. you'll be good girl Can you feel it, Sloots? The days are getting warmer and spring has officially sprung, which means spring break is here. Which, for the older folk, that basically means people are going outside, they're staying outside, and they are staying out way longer. But the thing is, who wants to deal with those post-party struggles? I know I don't. I mean, I quite literally and physically can't at this stage in my life. And that's where my spring break essential comes in, which is Taste Salute. Say goodbye to the Sunday Scaries with Taste Salute's hydrating drink mixes. Listen, I started my spring break a little bit early last weekend when my best friend Allie came to town and we had a night or two on the town and how I felt honestly come Monday morning was better than any spring break party you can imagine. And that is a rare occurrence for me and has only started happening since I've started drinking Taste Salute religiously. Because unlike those big name brands we all know, Salude knocks it out of the park with their one-of-a-kind flavors. I'm drinking one right now. And no, it's not because I plan on drinking any kind of alcohol, but just because I'm trying to get hydrated and energized. I'm obviously drinking the horchata flavor, but you got to enjoy flavors like cucumber lime, hibiscus, and they even have mocktails now. Say hello to Paloma and Strawberry Margarita. Filled with electrolytes and vitamins that support hydration and boost immunity with less sugar. I'm talking only one gram of sugar per stick. This is exactly what you need to get your Sunday fun day going, regardless of what the rest of the day entails. And here's the best part. They're sharing the love with all of my listeners. Enjoy 10% off your first purchase with the code SOFIA10 at checkout. That's S-O-F-I-A and the number 10 at tastesalude.com. Cheers to health this spring break season with Taste Salude. Have you ever noticed how celebrities have brighter, wider looking eyes? Their makeup artists have a little secret in their kit. 
Lumify Redness Reliever Eye Drops. Lumify dramatically reduces redness in just one minute. It literally happens right before your eyes to help them look brighter, whiter, and more awake for up to eight hours. No wonder it's so loved by influencers, celebrities, and makeup artists and has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Amazon. Lumify is also the number one eye doctor recommended redness reliever eye drop and it's FDA approved. No bleach, no dyes. Plus, it's made by the eye care experts at Bausch & Lomb. So whether you're on set, on a date, or running on just a few hours of sleep, you can have eyes that look brighter and whiter with Lumify eye drops. When you try it, you'll see that it's what your eyes have been looking for. Check out LumifyEyes.com to learn more. Okay, Alex, will you read the next one? Yes. Sophia, I love you in the podcast, but SOS, did you know there was such thing as a hair fetish? (laughs) No fetish shaming here, but this guy is literally paying me to style my hair however he wants. $50 per hairstyle. He just asked me to do as many braids in my hair as I could and that he would pay me $50 a braid. Your girl just made $250 for braiding her motherfucking hair. I don't know where to find these people, but it was just something I never thought was a thing. I love you, Sloot. Is he taking any new clients? (laughs) Dude, because me and Kiana got hair. I know Sophia's got one hair on her head, but we got some hair and some braids that would fit in there. I'll do the thing that you used to do at school when you were little, where you put like the soda bottle in your hair and tie it up. Do you know what I'm talking about? A crazy hair day. Yes, whatever he fucking wants. $50 (laughs) a braid. I would have fucking micro links in my head. Wait, so is he, hold on. He is doing the actual braid or just paying for it? Paying her to braid her hair. has a hair fetish of sort so he pays her money to put braids in her own hair to do various hairstyles her hair yes that's a lot of work actually that is like he's not out here paying for like her nails or paying Uh to go get her hair done he's just paying her to have it be and just watch her style but it's not always braids it's she said style my hair however he wants so this time it was braids it could be fucking curls tomorrow Okay, I mean, that's, I've never heard of this fucking fetish in my entire life. And in my defense, you're saying I have one hair on my head. (laughs) I have thick hair. You guys, specifically Alex, have a horse, like a head of hair that's similar to a horse's tail. This is true. (laughs) It is very, it is very heavy, I will say, and adds a lot of temperature. So Mm -hmm. you need to find this guy. It's a drape. For sure. Have you guys ever heard of this fetish? Because I have not. No, I have not. No, but I need to know where she found him. (laughs) For sure. I'm very invested. Guys, if anyone has encountered a hair fetish, please write in and let us fucking know. This is like the shit I hear, like, stuff like this and like girls will write in about these things that guys are doing different fetishes and stuff like that where are they where i tell you i have been on every website have checked every dm and i don't know maybe i'm just not that special but where are these people (laughs) i know i mean you know i will admit i do get some guys in my dms with fetishes but never this never the right kind exactly for you Mm -hmm. and this one fits 
the check the box that's okay that's really funny though because i just want to wrap this up but we are all fucking lying right now because not no one in this fucking room really does their hair no (laughs) i'm like but if he's paying me 50 dollars to do it i will be i will pop a squat in front of that fucking mirror Mm. and go to town (laughs) I i would rather not style my hair and not get paid well, I'm that's dead serious. That's someone much- makes a lot more money than the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that another roast you guys want to do? Yeah, I as, under- as your employees. I underpay my entire team, by the way. And we are we're- looking for <laughs> any compensation. <laughs> preferably hair my employees are out here desperately trying to find this guy that will pay him 50 dollars for a braid that's okay not my problem okay (laughs) kiana do you want to do question number three sure okay i've been catfishing my boyfriend recently and now with my quote-unquote profile he's been talking to fake me saying that he doesn't enjoy sex with me because i'm fat that was a mouthful what it hurts that his last girlfriend is really skinny how do i feel confident being a fat girl and how do i become skinny so i can go back to fucking him so okay she worded this very interestingly Mm -hmm. i don't understand how this is her boyfriend but she's catfishing him is this some sort of pen pal situation or catfishing him like she has a fake account yes and is talking to him he thinks it's another girl yes and he's talking shit about her yes that's what i'm what And then she wants to know how does she feel confident as a fat girl and how does she become skinny so she can go back to Okay, but the reason why she's asking that is because he said to the catfish, which he doesn't think is her, that his girlfriend is fat. Yeah. And doesn't want to have sex with her. One, you just need to leave him. Well, I think you need to find confidence within yourself with or without him because I do not think you need to be with him because as we just learned, there are men that are into all sorts of things Mm -hmm. so whatever shape size color you are i promise there is someone who is down to clown with you and fuck you all sorts of ways this guy sounds like a fucking loser to begin with who calls their girlfriend fat or like just talks about talk shit about her in general to a catfish meaning you never on to the catfish to begin with that means he hasn't even met this person because it's a fake person it's not a real person he's never met Mm -hmm. them and he's saying all this shit He's a fucking dweeb. I mean, if I was dating a guy and he put on weight or if he lost a ton of weight and I wasn't, it wasn't the same guy I started dating and I wasn't attracted to him, I would talk to my friends about it and maybe like talk a little shit, whatever. But I don't know. I feel like I would be talking, talking to, to random. Him. That's the weird part. That's why I'm like, That's this guy's why a it's fucking weird. loser. But I would never use the word fat Mm-mm. ever. And even talking about yourself you know yeah how do i feel confident being a fat girl i mean i think the word fat has like such negative connotations Mm -mm. but whatever size you are there is someone that is down Mm -hmm. to fuck the shit out of you yeah and i think you just need to find confidence in that Mm -hmm. also a lot of guys have fetishes for larger women that's a very common thing well also guys we don't even know what fat is like what, what, what i'm is saying fat? like that could be something completely different to anyone that you ask exactly yeah yeah i think the bigger thing here is not him being a fucking loser more so just you finding confidence in yourself yeah and whatever size you want to be or don't want to be you go on that journey mm-hmm. but not with this guy hell no no you gotta ditch this guy yeah first the first red flag was him responding like that should have been <laughs> yeah. the end 
The first red flag to me was you creating a fake profile to catfish <laughs> your boyfriend. I love the dedication. But like I love that. Mm-hmm. But I agree. The red flag and it's not even it's not even like, oh, he responded to another girl. That's the red flag. I mean, I just take that with a grain of salt because I'm just gonna assume they're gonna do that anyway. It's the fact uh, that he's <laughs> getting catfished. Like I'm looking if I'm with a guy and I find out he get, he got catfished, I would reconsider his entire existence because like you're a fucking idiot. Loser. How in 2022 yeah. are you getting catfished? For sure, you haven't Facetime this girl when mm-hmm. like you tell me you're going down to pick up the Uber Eats. Like we all know the cheating finesses. Like mm-hmm. you go <laughs> to your fucking pick up your food downstairs. That's enough time to check in with your side hoe and come back. Yeah. I do want to say how is this happening? No, I have no fucking clue. I don't even know how that shit still happens. But she she wants to her question was, how do I become skinny so I can go back to fucking him? Don't try to gain or lose weight on behalf of someone else and what they're commenting on your body. A B, if we're going to give her real advice, what do we tell her if she does want to lose weight? Because I, I like to be straight up. Yeah, like, so you know the simple things like working out, eating. They say abs are made in the kitchen. Not that I have those, but it's what I hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know the answer to this. Everyone knows they Everyone have to work knows. out and eat well. It's yeah. fucking hard. No one wants to do it. Mm-hmm. I say that as I'm waiting for my fried chicken sandwich to arrive at the store. <laughs> Can I just say something? Because I found this very interesting. Is I'm talking to this guy and his dad lost 50 pounds. And he only eats one hour a day. But eats whatever the fuck he yes. wants. Like I've heard that. Fasting. I've yeah, heard that. But eats yes. whatever yes. he wants, like to the point he like will want to throw up. Yes. And then he'll just have to wait till the next day. Yeah. Well, men can do shit like that, and that's also an eating disorder. I'm pretty sure that's binge eating. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, about what's that. healthy eating? Don't know, but <laughs> haven't heard of her. Never met her. But I would like to say to leave off mm-hmm. that you calling yourself fat and you saying you want to change it for him Mm -hmm. back to the confidence thing this needs to be something for you Mm -hmm. like you clearly deserve better and you need to get out of that and do it for you and not for him especially not a man no for sure. what did drake say don't do it for the men men never notice but at yeah. the same time i understand using it as like a motivation like revenge type thing Absolutely. i get that you Absolutely. can do that that's fine but as long as mm-hmm. he's not like the end goal of like this is for you my king mm-hmm. like uh-huh. no yeah we're not doing that i probably shouldn't be saying this but as someone who is extremely skinny right now to an unhealthy degree the guy i'm talking to was like you look so much fucking better with 10 to 20 pounds on you so we can't always please every fucking guy we talk to right right yeah okay i think that's really good advice from us i think that that's it for today kiana alex i love you both so much why last i'm so fucking excited that we're all in new york together because this has never happened Mm -hmm. we need to do this again and plug your socials you guys you little clout chasers (laughs) on my show okay you can find me on instagram at alex franco underscore meow Mm mm-hmm you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Kiana Condors, K-I-A-N-A. You can figure out the rest. I have not posted a photo since November of 2021, so don't look for any hot tea there. And you guys can find me, Sophia with an F, Franklin with a Y, on all social media except TikTok, where it's Sophia Franklin and the number zero. And as always, for me, for Kiana, for Alex, for everyone in this room, 
Please, 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 if you enjoy the show, share it with your friends, post it on your story, whatever you can do. It means the world to us. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.